and welcome to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Brandon and this is Steven. Uh, Before we dive into our topic of discussion, we'd like to start off by painting a picture that might describe the purpose of this podcast. Steven and I have been close friends for quite some time now, but a unique quality about our friendship is the depth in which our dialogue takes us. Whether it's therapeutic or motivational, each of us walk away from our conversations with growth in what we believe are areas of life that contain substance. Essentially, this podcast is designed to do that very thing, but with you guys. Uh, The goal is to be honest and introspective through a variety of different topics. Hopefully, by the end, we'll all walk away with something to gain. And today, our topic is that of uh, fakeness versus authenticity. Um, And I guess I'll pass it to you. Like, is there anything that you think is appropriate to start off the conversation with really? Sure. Yeah. I mean, why don't you have a Facebook? (laughs) I figured you'd start with that. But um, I guess there was a point in which for me personally, I recognized some things about myself um, that weren't authentic, essentially. Like, I think I would post things specifically for some sort of attention and it wasn't ever fulfilling for me. And I also, I would get really bothered by other people, you know, feeling like other people were doing a similar thing. And, uh, I think it was just easier for me to say, you know what, I'm done with it. I can live my life and be present in my regular life without having to post about it. But I I know that you have, a, a different opinion because you still have all your social media and stuff. I well, mean, what do you think about? Well, yeah, that? I mean, uh, you. So you and I, we don't we don't live near each other. Like I live in Chicago, you live in Minneapolis, and that's been right. a big theme in our friendship. Is it's been long distance, and I've said a number of different times, like <laughs> you know, if you died, I I, I don't know how I'd find <laughs> I out. <remember>. I <laughs> like, remember you exactly saying that thing to me too one time on the phone. You're like, I haven't talked to you in like months. I, you could have been dead, and I wouldn't even known. Yeah, so I, I mean. How would I know? Like, that's the real thing is, you know, do we have some mutual friends? We have like a handful, but like not, not a lot of mutual friends. So I think to myself, like, how am I going to find out? How how would I ever find out? It'd it'd have to be through social media normally, but without social media component, I don't don't know how I'd find out. So that's a weird thing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess in that way it has merit to it, but I like, I remember specific stories about like myself where I can walk away now and not be very proud of myself for what I posted. Like I remember uh, when I was a freshman in college, like I had this kind of just emotional portion of my life where I was just with a girl I shouldn't have been with. And it was just, it was a train wreck and my cry for help or the way that I coped with it was posting some sappy stuff on Facebook and, and hoping she might see it and all this stuff. (laughs) And I look back on that and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I was such a schmuck for doing that. And I think a lot of people do that kind of stuff, you know, when things fall apart and they're like, I I don't want to be alone in this. So I want to post something about it, but I don't think that that's, an authentic way to to deal with that emotion. It's I think it's a way to um, maybe get an instant high or something. I mean, do you think you ever do stuff like that? A hundred percent. I mean, as soon as you said that, I started thinking about how I I, I definitely that that did that type of thing. I mean, not not now, but right. uh, maybe a, a better example would be I think we all know someone that we went to high school with, or a couple people we went to high school with who were not social at all. Like they were kind of like the quiet person. In right. the classroom, and yet they would be super active on social media. They post like 
12 Facebook statuses a day. They were always uh, up to, they're always talking to, to different people on there. And it made me question like, are they actually being social? Because right. I know these people, like they seem like they have a big presence on social media, but if you try to just sit and talk to that person, I bet you're going to struggle a little bit. <laughs> right. No, I know that too. And that's the whole, like the common phrase of like, it's really easy to sit behind a keyboard and, and have a conversation and stuff. And so, so maybe, I mean, you also mentioned something about how you, you know, you find yourself doing similar things to what I did back then and you wouldn't do that anymore. So maybe it's a question of maybe that stuff is just better when you've reached a certain level of maturation. But I like even with things like Snapchat and like Instagram, I mean, like pretty much any time that um, I felt like I was trying to um, maybe overcome something or something, I would become more active on those platforms. And I think it it definitely was uh, some sort of subconscious cry for help. It was some sort of well, I'm not getting fulfillment in some part of my life, some part of my life. So I'm just going to reach out in this area and pretend that this is fulfilling me. And I, and within myself, I, I think I recognize that and, and it never felt good. And I, and I feel bad, you know, looking at other people who are posting that stuff, trying to find that same thing. Cause I don't, I don't know that it's possible to find on a platform like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I kind of do the same thing. And it, it does feel good when you post something and then a couple of people who you haven't talked to in a while, they like it or maybe they comment right. on it. And then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm not such a loser. Like this person who I had one class with freshman year of college liked my status and actually commented on it and that they connected right. with me on something. I think, you know, we all, we all want to feel a, a sense of connection. And when we do get kind of desperate and, and feel bad, it's, it's really easy to go to social media and, and look for it for instant yeah. satisfaction. And and that's where I'm just saying maybe it's not a real sense of satisfaction. It's it and it and it can also in a way like alter our DNA where we like we look for that satisfaction out of it. And it's like um, you know we shouldn't be living for that. Uh, I guess um, sense of gratitude just from a person that we don't even know doesn't even know us. They're liking our how many likes am I getting on this picture or whatever. I mean. I honestly remember some conversations with you where, you know, I mean, everyone goes through tough stuff, but it was just like, you know, you're having a rough day or something. And then I look at your Snapchat and you're like having a ball at the grocery <laughs> store and just like, and it's like, I mean, it kind of makes you sad because it's like, you know, this guy's going through something really real and I've done it too, where I'm going through something really real and trying to face it. But then I want to show everybody that I'm actually just fine and everything is roses. And it's like at a certain point, I mean... I think there's a certain line, like you shouldn't display everything about yourself and that you're going through with the world because people, not everybody deserves that. Like people need to earn that from you. But I think there also is something tragic about the fact that we can hide so much of our real selves and uh, people believe it. And then maybe we do it so often that we start to believe that we're okay and we stop facing the things that are kind of truly hindering us and whatnot you know what i mean i mean was there a like a a certain moment that just made you deactivate your facebook or did you do you do it a few times then eventually you just realized that when you didn't have one you felt better or what kind of led to just the permanent doing of it well that's a 
a good question because I actually did deactivate my Facebook a lot. I and like I created new Facebooks. Even like when Vine was out, I I had one Vine and then I started going through stuff, so I deleted it. And then when I started getting better, I created a new one. And so it kind of became this thing of like anytime I was going through something rough, I would disappear from it. Maybe because I didn't want people to see that I was going through something rough. And then anytime that maybe I started feeling better about myself, it was like, okay, now it's okay for me to display this part of myself to people. And right there, it's like, okay, but (laughs) I just hid the whole fact that I just went through stuff from everybody and now just showed them that, hey, I'm doing great. And, oh, I'm in these music videos and I'm in this and I'm in that. And it's not like, you know, my life hasn't been hard. It's not like I've been going through anything of you know, craziness, you know, whatnot, but it just, just the sense that it was like, I need to make a decision. Either I stick with this and, and keep up and, um, you know, or I, I get rid of it, honestly, cause it was just like, I can't keep flip flopping. And I think the, the decision I came to for getting rid of that stuff was I felt more inauthentic with it like there was more reasons for me to display a certain part of myself or uh, portray an image that I thought maybe people wanted to see or I wanted people to see um, when in honesty, none of that really matters. And so it was just like, I don't really care about this anymore and I don't ever really care about it, but I tell myself that I do. So why don't I just get rid of it? Well, let me ask you this, because this is something that I hear a lot from people who do. I mean, my history on deactivating Facebook is I think one time I deactivated it for like a month and a half or two months. Other than that, I've basically had one for 11 years, or I think it is now. Okay. Um, Do you ever feel that that kind of feeling of missing out when you don't have a Facebook that a lot of people talk about? The reason why they do have social media is they feel like without it, they're missing out on something. Um. I think I went through that at some time. Well, that's a good question. I think for me, I, I, I saw an interview with Andy Samberg because I don't know if he has a Facebook now, but he didn't have one at the time that I saw this interview. And I actually think this was when I last deleted, deactivated my uh, Facebook. Um, was he said, you know, like, that stuff is really good to like keep in touch with friends and stuff like that. But everybody that I want to keep in touch with and that I want to like be in my life, I already have in my life. And so the sense of missing out on something, it was like, I never really, since I've had it deactivated for, I think over a year and a half now, um, I, I never really have had that feeling of, oh, I'm missing out on what these people are doing or, you know, what's happening here, what's happening there. If anything, I've felt a relief of I'm not, like, overanalyzing what um, John Johnny from high school is doing and thinking that he's better than me because what he's doing is different than what I'm doing, you know? Because um, you kind of – you can get in those in those ruts when you when you constantly are on there and there's a certain nostalgia factor and stuff. But in terms of just generally missing out on stuff, I don't think Facebook brings that that to me. I mean, do you think that you don't miss out on things with having it? 
I think for for me, I would have a really tough time just like totally deactivating it because I I do feel like it is it is a nice way to kind of have an idea of what what people are up to. There are instances where it does make me feel good to see that someone posts, and I recognize that that's not a real thing, and that maybe I shouldn't I shouldn't feel good about that. Um, but there there is sort of just a nice um, a luxury of okay, I'm going to this area. I do have this person's Facebook. I could say, hey, do you want to meet up or something? Um, maybe I value some of my acquaintances too highly. And that's, yeah. I think that's a, that's a whole conversation in itself is who, who matters in your life enough to keep in touch with. Because right. a lot of times, honestly, I, I log on to Facebook and the first thing that I feel is anxiety. <laughs> like the, first, the first feeling is anxiety because I start seeing a bunch of people who I don't want in my life in any capacity because they never deserved it in the first place because right. I'd never had a good connection with them or I met them once or I, I I've yeah. tried to like unfriend some of those people, but it still, still causes me some stress. And I don't know why that right. is for some reason, social media, even though it's, it's supposed to just be like a, like, like looking at a very special, fancy yearbook kind of of, of your life <laughs> it it's a lot more than that <laughs> yeah well i think even that in that last idea to kind of unpack that like i remember when it even when my space was big because in high school um and you know this about me but in high school after my freshman year of high school i moved to tennessee and then from tennessee i went to tennessee uh, high school for two years and then moved back to Minnesota. And I remember like MySpace, I think was still kind of big back then. And Facebook was big, but I remember looking on those sites and like looking back at my friends in those old places and being like, th- at, at that time it was a sense of I'm missing out. But in a way, I think that that's, um, it's kind of, it really hurts yourself and hinders yourself moving forward because you're looking back on this stuff with maybe a sense of nostalgia or a sense of what could have been, but you just got to keep, I mean, your life, the world's going to keep spinning. Other things are going to happen for you and, and focusing on the present and what you're doing in your life now, I think has more merit than going on Facebook and, and, uh, you know, (laughs) reliving old memories and whatnot. I mean, I definitely think there is some, some good that comes from, you know, looking back on things and enjoying it and whatnot, but I think there is some aspect of it too that causes unnecessary pain. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's definitely a, a thing to get lost on too. Like it, it is a waste of time. I mean, I've I don't think I've ever spent. I mean, I maybe a little bit, but for the most part, in terms of productive hours I've ever spent on Facebook, the only productive things I've ever really done there is just out of necessity on like a school project where I was, I had to be a part of a Facebook group and talk to someone right. or um, if I posted like a YouTube video, having some initial views right off the get go, that's about it. Like there's not really that much value. I'm mostly going on there as like a mind numbing activity that could be used to do something more productive in itself. Right. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, I think that's a big thing. Not that your life has to always be filled with these productive things. Like sometimes it's good to have little distractions, but I think there's something about social media and and, and Facebook and uh, all that stuff where there's a certain rabbit hole that if you fall into, there's this, 
you can get really lost in it and and it it only holds you back and i think that breaking from those chains is important to me and um i think just in self growth and and kind of pushing forward i think it's it's just something i think you know that stuff can hinder rather than enhance and so, so um, do, do so do you feel less anxiety now like that you don't have social media yeah absolutely i think um when i get anxiety back is when i second guess my thought to cuz there's been times where I, so I deleted Snapchat, and you've tried to convince me to have Snapchat because you wanna. <laughs> I want you, you to see what's send going me on in my sweet life. Snaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, and all this stuff, and so you know, sometimes I hear I hear that noise, and I hear people trying to convince me. So I'm like, uh, you know, maybe I should, or maybe there's you know something that I want to see or whatever. So I. I reactivate for a second to say, but then all it does is just cause me anxiety. It's like, why did I even do that to myself? What, like what, why did I waste my time with that? There there was nothing productive that was going to come from that. All it was going to do was piss me off. And that's typically (laughs) how it happens. I just walk away pissed. And then I usually call you and bitch about it. (laughs) It's just, yeah. I mean, I would say when I'm able to keep a clear mind, I don't even think about that stuff. Um, I think the only reason that it ever even becomes a topic of discussion is because it is such a huge part of life now. Like people use that stuff so much and it's like you kind of are missing out if you don't do it. But I would rather not like for me personally within my own stuff, I I, I would just I don't think that it does me any any favors for moving forward as a person. I think if anything, it, it holds me back. So. And I mean, I'm not trying to take shots at people that do. I'm not. Take it, you're taking direct shots at me right now. That's what I'm feeling. <laughs> yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, just jab, jab, stuff. punch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like, people are different. Like, some people. The thing is, I'm. And you know this about me, too, is, is I'm, I am a thinker and I'm an overanalyzer on a lot of things. And so that kind of stuff, while it might be easy for someone to just go on and post pictures and not really even think about it. I mean, I talked to my buddy, Jesse. I don't know if you ever met Jesse, but um, from Tennessee. And he's just like, oh, I just kind of post things because my family wants to see it. And, and you know, I have friends who want to see that stuff. <laughs> my parents always say that to it. me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's just like post stuff we want to see what's going on (laughs) yeah exactly so it's just like for some people it's just as laid back as that but for me a person who over analyzes things and just like can have a really easy time falling into that rabbit hole because of where my mind goes i think it's just better for my like makeup to to avoid it because I, i otherwise i just i drive myself crazy um and then it's also too like with the way that other people display themselves it's like a game of figuring out okay is are they really this happy or is this just kind of a show and then and then i get pissed in that cuz i was like why are they putting on this show it's fucking bullshit <laughs> you know and i mean i don't know it's i all of it becomes too important and it's just like i need to take away that importance otherwise i'm just i'm never going to go anywhere uh, well, I mean, everybody knows that person who <laughs> is like the de- depressed friend or <laughs> depressed significant other who you know that how they actually feel. And then right. you go on their Facebook and it's all just smiles and how great yeah. everything is. And then we all know 
the vice versa person who is just it actually like lines up perfectly where they're not doing too good and all their Facebook statuses are about how they're not doing too good. Yeah. And is that, that is that okay though to to post if you're not doing good to just constantly post that? Is that okay? Well, no, cuz I think that's a an extremely personal thing that I mean like for instance Facebook, I think the last time I had it I had over 1000 friends. I don't talk to over 1000 people. Like I don't I don't know, you're I pretty cool. Consi- <laughs> I, I mean, I'm really popular. Pretty cool guy. <laughs> no, but it's just like a lot of those people don't even deserve to to have that vulnerable knowledge about me. But they also don't – I don't think that it's right to try to pretend for those people too that everything's okay. And uh, I mean may, maybe this sounds like I'm looking down on people that do it. I mean everyone has different ways of coping with things, so that's not my intention. But it's just like – I think it's super sad, you know, like to get a phone call from a friend and, and he or she is like on their knees in desperation and, you know, maybe crying or, you know, going through this time. And then I like look on their Facebook and they're like, oh, going to a party tonight. Can't wait. <laughs> new year, new me, 2018. So pumped, all this stuff. And it's just like, it just, if it, it for the person that, for me, the person who does know them and what they're going through, that's where I'm like, you are, you are holding yourself back by trying to be something or present something that you're not. Like, I, I wonder if it hinders somebody's self-growth because they're now, instead of facing their issues maybe within themselves, they're like, instead of kind of confronting these things, I'm just going to show everybody that I'm okay and and then like i said earlier like you do that enough and then on the surface you start to believe it but then you wake up 3 years later and wonder why you're still not happy you know and uh and so that's that's where it's like it's it's kind of a a tragic thing um to me that i think can really hinder our growth within ourselves as a society even i guess maybe maybe i'm getting too over the top with that but i just well one of the things that i've been wondering about this is obviously social media hasn't existed forever right this considering this is like a totally new thing is social media like filling some sort of void that people didn't have in the past and what did people do in the past when they had these thoughts and feelings like I, I find that dynamic to be super fascinating because as long as I can remember, basically, like it's been such a long time when social media wasn't a part of my life, like right. I have always had the access to see what some people are doing. They could see what I'm doing and that. But, you know, there was a there was a point in time where if I wanted to know how someone was, I'd have to call their home phone or I'd have right. to like physically go walk over there and I wouldn't waste a lot of my thoughts on these people. So I kind of wonder like how that time was filled before. Yeah, no, I mean, that's a good question. And I think even kind of centering that around the idea of um, being authentic within yourself or being portraying a certain level of fake, you wonder if that's been enhanced by social media as well, you know, and um, because like you like your comment about like, if you would, if you died, I wouldn't even know like, that used to be life. Like, if I lived in (laughs) a different state than you and i died i don't i don't know i might not find out for 11 years 11 years i'm just i'm in town i'm like yo uh how's how's brandon doing (laughs) i haven't heard from him in a while (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah he's uh, he's been gone for a little while now oh really (laughs) sorry to hear that 
Is his family okay? Nope. They were They're very upset. <laughs> <laughs> They're all gone. No, I mean, yeah. So you, you wonder, like, that's a good question. Like, what did people fill their time with? Because that seems like such a such a, a huge thing. But also, um, I was I'm a huge fan of the show Mad Men. I don't I don't think that you watch it that much or have. Nope. I, mean, I know you've heard of it, but yeah, I've heard of it. Um, the uh, in the beginning seasons, the main character. Um, and his wife, they are kind of portrayed as like this perfect couple and they have the house and the kids and almost kind of like that idea of the quarterback and the head cheerleader, which is never really a, a thing. But you think of that perfect image that is kind of created within us. And then in the show, you, you can as the audience, you can see that actually this marriage is a sham, like she's miserable and is driven crazy by this guy who is like out having affairs left and right and doesn't ever want to get too close to people, but he still wants that stability of a home. It's just, it's nuts, but it makes me appreciate that maybe it isn't that social media created this indulgence to portray a certain image. Maybe that was in us all along, but it's just enhanced the ability to, uh, I mean, it, it's a platform for people to have an audience. Like you can, you can post what you're eating. <laughs> so hundred like, percent. We, well, I mean, we all, we all want to feel important. Like obviously some people like attention more than others, but right. I do think that deep down, basically everybody likes to feel important. Like that's yeah. an important, and, and that's what social media, it kind of gives you your own network to, to be, important to other people like they can see everything that you're all about and now all of a sudden that makes you feel good yeah but it's all in your own head because yeah. you don't know what any of those people that are seeing this stuff think yeah they might be like yeah this guy sucks i i yeah. think that sometimes that they, someone thinks that they're being really cool and artistic and i just think like yeah i really don't want anything to do with this person right <laughs> like, I, I don't i don't think they're cool in any way well i wonder if that's that's a difference between like a, a generational thing too where it's like um, not only was it harder to display a certain image because you didn't have social media to do it, but also it was harder for people to chime in. So, you know what I mean? Like, like if people think that you're being a loser or something, like they can comment back. And I mean, I got, I don't know how often that happens on Facebook and stuff, but I mean, the only time I really see fights or arguments are about like politics or gun rights. Nah, or I, don't, I don't know. You could find fights about basically. I mean, I, I don't, I don't partake in fights because on social media, well, just in general, <laughs> not, yeah, that's not my thing. But oh, you're a big fighter. <laughs> yeah, that's, UFC, uh, right? <laughs> so that, that's not my thing. But I, a lot of times, I go on social media and I see a fight about something. I'm just like, what are you really doing? <laughs> like, is there actually any value to? to right. fighting on social media about something and to me no there there's not yeah i mean i i think i've participated in some social media fights. i'm not surprised <laughs> well that's the thing i just it, maybe, maybe it's just for the best you got off <laughs> something worse than me or something i don't know like uh, i don't know i just think the whole there there is a certain um desire I think within us, and maybe this is an American thing, I guess, you know, maybe it is cultural or, um, 
I don't know, it, just things that we've kind of grow up seeing in society, you know, commercials, what's important, like sex appeal, all this kind of stuff. We, you know, we, we get fed with all that stuff. And then what we produce out ends up being um, kind of our own cultivation of that. Um, and, and so, I don't know. I, I don't know how you digest things in a in a, a way that makes everything productive. I don't think anybody is going to be capable of that. But I think that, for me at least personally, I, I, I would like to within myself find a way to care a lot less about displaying a certain image but just knowing within myself what is right for me and the path that I want you know to follow and just do it and just see what happens from that not really care about you know is how does this affect my cousin who I never talked to how does this affect um you know this person that I went to middle school with that because of Facebook, we got reconnected and, you know, what, you know, it's just all this stuff, you know, you wonder like, is it, is it distracting to a point of not obtaining self-growth or not pursuing, you know, what's important to you? I don't know. Maybe I'm being over the top. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's fascinating sometimes to hear like an older person's perspective. Like one time my, my grandpa, he said something to me when I was, I don't know, I don't know what I was on. Like, I don't know if it was Instagram or Snapchat or what, but I, I w- was on there and I was posting something and then he had made a comment like, what, why are you sharing that with people? And then he's like, why, why, why do you always have, like, why are people always sharing things now? And we, we kind of got into discussion about, um, like being private. And I kind of feel like I, I my, my argument to him was, you know, this is we're okay sharing this and it it it's not a big deal to me that people know this information and he was fascinated because it seems like over time we're more comfortable giving up more and more information about ourselves and is there going to be a point of we're giving up too much information where where do we draw the line in, in what we're giving up because i mean to me i've never felt like i was putting too much of my information out there like i I don't care if you want to know general idea of where I where I live, kind of how I'm doing, like where I work. I don't I don't really think that that's that's not a big deal to me. Now, I don't like posting like relationship stuff too much on on social media. I don't like posting like very personal stuff. Like if I was going through like a a stretch of my life where I was like less than happy, I don't like posting stuff like that. Like emotionally, I, I don't want I want to separate myself. But I don't care about, like, the base, basic information. I feel like my grandpa was, like, very fascinated by me being so okay to, to let people know what's going on in my life to that degree. Yeah. That's a tough thing to unpack because, I mean, like, personally, uh, I will, I'll ask you this to kind of start off. Like, do you think it's hypocritical at all of you to like, not, I don't know if hypocritical is the right word, but just like you pick and choose only to show when your life is good. You know what I mean? Like, so, or only the aspects of it that it, that are doing well. Do you think any of, any part of that is just kind of like, you know, 
why are you sharing this if you're not willing to share the bad times too? Or do you think that's just a line that you kind of have to draw? I, I think in general, it's almost unavoidable in life to, uh, I mean, prime example, why do we f- smile in photographs, right? Mm-hmm. We could be having a terrible day, but we're still going to smile in the photograph because we want to do that, whether it's to give off good vibes or people just like to see a smile in a photograph. We don't represent ourselves in a photograph with how we're feeling that day. Because if that was the case, then, you know, on a, on a sad day, you're going to you're gonna be crying in your photos, right? That's what we would do if there was, if everyone tried to put their most honest self out there every day. So there, there's going to be a, a certain amount of, there's always going to be a certain amount of, I don't know if it's fakeness or just being not sincere, but it just, I just feel like it's unavoidable to a certain degree. Well, and that kind of brings me to an idea of like the, and this is probably more of a cultural thing too, just like the idea of being vulnerable with people. Like, I think I'm a person who wears my emotions on my sleeve and, um, like if, if I'm going through something, even if I might not tell you what it is, I think you can, you can tell me, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend like everything is roses. I I mean, I might joke around just because naturally, like I like to make jokes and, and have fun and whatnot. But, um, for the most part, you can see a certain demeanor in me that's different than when I might be at my best self. Um, and maybe people will look at me and say, well, he's being weak, you know, and that's where maybe like the idea of masculinity, like as a man, you can't share your emotions and stuff. And I know this is kind of an outdated concept. Um, I think it, it can be, uh, it can go for anybody. Um, I think if we can find a, a more common ground of, you know, there's a certain strength within that vulnerability because I don't like I would never want to encourage somebody hiding something from me and 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 trying to display that smile in the photograph when deep down they're they're hurting, you know? Like I I would want to know um you know what's going on, but again, that's also crossing a line of that's their decision to share it with you. So I don't know. It's such, it's such a tough kind of gray area. Cause it's like, like you said, like maybe we have to be fake sometimes, you know, well, you have to- I, there's definitely, ins- I mean, uh, another example I was just thinking of is there's instances where you don't want to be genuine for obvious reasons. Like if you're running a company and it's in a bad place, Right. You don't you don't want everyone to know that. You want to come in smiling and 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 being optimistic to cr- try and create a, a good culture. Um, same thing right. with, you know, a a professional sports team that doesn't have great players and like everybody knows they're not going anywhere. You don't want the coach to come in and be like, "Oh, just another day. Can't wait to lose again." Like, right. <laughs> of what value would that pose? So I I think that part of the reason why the whole masculinity is so prevalent is because there was there was the thought of the the masculine person was supposed to represent the the strength so when the other side had its its moments of weakness they were supposed to like like put on a, a strong personality and, and and power through it whether that's right or not is obviously 
debatable, but I do think that there are instances where maybe it is for the best that we don't show our full colors on, on something. Well, I think maybe on a personal level, it's also about like maybe not giving so much power to the things that you're going through, like putting on a brave face might be faking um, how you're actually feeling, but maybe how you're actually feeling is just dramatic, or maybe it's just like something that you're overanalyzing or uh, something that you just need to move past. And the way to move past it and move on is to uh, just keep trucking along. And uh, that might start out fake, but then maybe it'll become real. Um, I guess there, there is kind of a sad thought within that too of like, you know, are you going to wake up one day and look back and say, I actually still am hurting from this or I actually still feel for this and my trucking along. Yeah. It got me over it, but now I'm at a point where I, I can't reconcile, uh, that thing that I left behind, you know, whereas if you would have been genuine within yourself or something or, or faced it, you could have, um, maybe come to a place of resolution. Um, I don't know. I, maybe this all is just more complicated than it needs to be. And there, there are just times when you got to kind of put on a brave face. There are times when um, it's not appropriate to, to sh- like share that information with people. I mean, I know when I had Facebook and stuff, I think family members of mine, like when I was using it as a cry for attention, um, I remember having talks with family members of mine that basically gave me the talk of, Hey, this should be private. This shouldn't be something that people know that we're like you're dealing with or you're going through. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, maybe there is, is some value in being fake at times, but I think, I think it is a line. I think there's balances within everything. I think if you are going to display a certain fakeness about you, I think you have to be able to hone in the fact that this, hey, this was fake. I had to put on this show to be a leader for my company, to be a leader for my football team, to um, be strong for the kids, but uh, eventually come back to uh, the thing that you were facing before on your own and maybe confront it and face it. And that's where you can grow from it in an authentic way within yourself. Um, so I, I think understanding the balance of that is, is, is something that's huge. Um, I d- yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's certainly dangerous to, to live in a, in that state all the time. It's, it's dangerous yeah. to constantly have to put on a facade. Like, well, and that's what I, that's what I fear for people like people that I've, that you know I've grown to love or care about and stuff you know when I when I see that happening is when you know that hurts the most is because it's like they're never going to get over this you know they're never they may like pretend like they are and they may actually move on and do other things in their life but you always worry about these people having like the midlife crisis like they wake up you know at 40 and are like I didn't actually do the things I wanted to do because I pretended a certain way. And then through that, the people around me encouraged because I seemed like I was doing so good. And, you know, so it's just, 
I mean, it's just a tough thing to balance. And, you know, maybe maybe I'm the person that wakes up when I'm 40 and has a midlife crisis because I spent so much time thinking about all this <laughs> bullshit <laughs> instead of just, like, living my life. But uh, I don't know. Like, That's actually a, that's an interesting point, too. I didn't even think about that perspective on it. Like, yeah. maybe it could you could make the argument that's just as bad of a thing to worry about all this stuff when you should right. just sometimes just be fake about it and just not – yeah, because it, it, it is a, a really weird thing to me that we actually, it, when we feel bad and stuff like that, that's just us reacting to something. Like, right. we technically, like, if we didn't feel bad about it, then it wouldn't actually bother us. Like, that's right. the only that's the only thing. Like, it, it, these are just events, and they might bother us, but, but even the events that bother me, it's going to affect you differently if that same situation happened to you. So right. we all react to things differently, which is super fascinating to me. Yeah, and that's where I think, like... I love having conversations like this, but at the end of the day, are there really any answers? Because we're all so different. So, I mean, there might be some general guidelines for things, but like me telling you, hey, don't use Facebook because people that use Facebook are fake. Like that's not, that's fucking bullshit. Like I don't have that power. (laughs) Exactly. Like I don't have this grand knowledge that's above anybody else. Um, That's just like within my understanding of myself. And within the understanding of the people that I'm close to, that I see use the, the, the those uh, platforms, what I take away from it is there is a certain level of um, fakeness where it's not authentic enough for me to want to participate. Um, and, you know, like other people might just think a different way than me and which is fine. Um, but I think, I think the bottom line is I, what I hope for and everybody is that we're all trying to do our best to, um, I guess, I don't know if live life to the fullest. I know it's a cliche thing, but just like to not settle for, you know, what's, I mean, you had a good thing about expectations, uh, that we, we talked about in a conversation previously. Like, do we think, that uh, expectations are what create this desire to portray a certain life. Uh, expectation within ourselves, with what we think other people expect of us, with what we expect other people to expect. It just it, it can be this kind of this constant thing, and you wonder how much that drives the desire to to display a certain self or or to not display. I don't know. For sure. I mean, you see you see a big movement of people in their 20s like wanting to do a lot of traveling so you go on the social media and you see a bunch of photos of them in all of these cool places and i guess that no one's ever had a bad trip anywhere because yeah. all it's always amazing no matter where they go and i, I want to be honest like there's been times where i've gone on a trip before and i'm like wow <laughs> everything went wrong <laughs> like, right but i wouldn't I, I you'd probably look at my pictures and be like oh man that's so cool that you yeah. went there You'd be like, and, oh, gosh, I wish I was doing what he was me. doing with his life. Yeah. Right? That's the one that kills me because I'm just like, I think it bothers me that sometimes people just don't own up to when things are not dandy sometimes. Like, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, yeah, you know, it didn't go great. I wouldn't go back. But, you know, you appreciate it for what it was. But I think people see the necessity to do to to look a certain way in all these photos and do, do all these things. And yeah, I, I definitely think that a lot of that comes across as very disingenuine to me, but that's just 
what we feel like we need to do because people tell us that it's your 20s. You better you better go out there and see the world because you won't be able to do this when you have a wife and kids. Like right. everyone always says this stuff. Well, and I, I like to unpack that too because that whole like you're 20 so you need to do this or that. Like even that is too broad of a thing. Like you're 20 so go travel. Like if I'm not a person that's going to gain anything out of traveling personally, like – then that's not what I should be doing with my 20s. Exactly. <laughs> everyone, everyone tries to tell us like what we should do in our 20s. Like, nah, you know what? Skydiving, I don't really care if I ever go skydiving. Like, it would be cool, but don't tell me that I need to go skydiving. Right. Let me just do it or maybe not. Maybe I yeah. need to go to Legoland. Like, if that's what I want to do instead, I'm going to go to Legoland. I don't need to go skydiving. Well, and that's another thing about that kind of perspective is, so that is kind of listening to other people tell us, or like give us advice on how our life. And that's another thing that I struggle with about social media is we, so we share this information with people and it allows them a platform to then chime in and have, <laughs> yeah, that's it, true. <laughs> and we can be impressed. Like if you're impressionable enough, like, so for these young kids who, who don't know themselves yet or are just discovering that stuff, like that can be dangerous because then you allow these people who are chiming in, maybe you respect them or maybe you see them displaying a certain life. So you're like, Oh, I want their life. So I should listen to what they're doing. And it's like, I I think there has to be, there has to be a sense of finding things within yourself and self growth rather than I'm going to display something, uh, a certain thing and, and then see what people think. And then, Based on that, I'll decide if what I'm doing is right. Like that's that's giving too much power to external sources rather than finding it within yourself, and that's a frustrating thing because it's like, and and people will look at you know me and think that I'm just like I mean I've been told like you're overthinking this or you're you're crazy, which at a yeah. certain point like yeah I do yeah. overanalyze this stuff. <laughs> You're a little crazy maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little crazy. I'm a little nuts. But no, it just like I think there is there has to be at least some some desire to to shut out the outside sources and decide within yourself what you want regardless of what everybody else is telling you, what you see out there. Um I I think there has to be a desire to find it personally rather than searching for it externally um and i think i think the social media aspect can take away from that because you have such a um the platform is encouraging you sharing everything and so it's like you know i want to be important like you said earlier like you you have this desire to be important so it's like i'm gonna share it and then i'll based on how many likes i get i'll know if this is what i'm (laughs) <laughs> what I should be doing with my life. And <laughs> I, I ever thought about that, that like, yeah, when you, when you post something and it gets more likes, it almost is like that content is more valuable. Like that part of your life is more valuable to other people. Well, the a funny thing to unpack <laughs> on this is, so the reason I started, uh, even thinking about pursuing music when I did, or not even when I did, but when I first started like playing music, learning piano and stuff was because people told me that I had a good voice and like people, I got attention from my music. Now, luckily it ended up being something that's very fulfilling for me, but that's kind of a dangerous thing because 
like I pursued it as a career and the career aspect of it was actually not something that was going to be fulfilling for me. It was something that was going to drive me nuts. But I think this idea of kind of starting it off with like, oh yeah, girls like when I sing, (laughs) sing for them or like, uh, you know, I love hearing the sound of applause at the end of a show, you know, just like these, these kind of external things kind of drove me to, to pick and choose, oh, well, this must be what I should do for a living when, no, it actually wasn't what I should have been doing. But I mean, I think it's, I think it's important to investigate that stuff though, you know, and, and maybe I never would have if I hadn't gotten those external pressures. So I, I I don't know. I see. I just feel like I'm talking in circles sometimes with this stuff where I'm like, I have one opinion, but then there's another side of it that makes sense. Well, but that's a, that's a good thing. That's like a healthy thing. I think the worst thing would be is if you didn't do that. The worst thing would be is if you literally could only conceptualize one side of it so that it was just not, nah, you're wrong. You're objectively, you're wrong. Everything you're saying objectively is wrong. Yeah. So I, I think it's healthy. And I think there really is like two valid sides of it. Cause I do think that there is a value in, in social media for artists to be able to connect with with their fans and make them uh, feel good about uh, being able to connect with their artists and being also updated on about tours and events of, right. and such. Like I do think there is value in social media. No, I mean, yeah, I I'm not ignorant enough to say that there isn't value in it. Like I, I understand that. I guess. Uh, where I get thrown off is this kind of idea of this topic that you and I kind of started this conversation about, which is fakeness versus authenticity. Um, and, and I think maybe some other people have it figured out, but I don't think with social media, I could ever figure it out. Like I didn't, I didn't like talking about my life because then if I talk about my life, I'm asking for attention, you know, and I didn't like, if something hard went down, I didn't like talking about it because that I'm, to me, you know, I'm, maybe I'm not really honoring that person, but making it about me and, and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. There, there's just all this balancing of, uh, you know, where its value comes in and making sure you don't fall into I think there are ultimate goods and ultimate bads that social media can present. And, and I think, um, kind of walking that line is if you're able to do that, I think it definitely has its merit and it has its value. But, uh, if you're like me who <laughs> overanalyzes things and, and, uh, I mean, when I, when I posted things, I mean, I don't know if you ever saw this, but when I had a Facebook, I used to have like full on conversations with myself. <laughs> on yeah, my it's wall. hilarious. <laughs> no, yeah, literally that voicemail that you super... left the other night was so was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> like I woke up and I just get a voicemail from you with uh, was it what day was it? It was on Christmas. I forget what day it was that you. Yeah, you said, I said like Merry Christmas yeah, to myself, and then you just had like a whole conversation, and it was just yeah. like so funny. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's in jest so it's not it's not this huge like thing that we need to like analyze like oh i was being fake or i was you know i was just goofing around so in that like i do miss that aspect of it like i miss using those platforms to like make people laugh and stuff um because i think that's that is where i found the value in it like i used to do this thing too where 
um, I would go on people's stuff and I would like my own comments. And it pissed people off all the time. I just thought it was cool that you could like your own comments. So I would always do it. And then people would get fired up. I would also tag myself in photos that I wasn't in. So it's like like my old oh, roommate. I used to do that for other people. I would tag other random people I knew in people's pictures. <laughs> and I'd be like, dude, you can't just tag him. Like that's so weird that you just did that. <laughs> that is so funny. I, I think that's super hilarious. I I remember like my, my old roommate like went on this trip with his brother or something. And they were like – they took a picture next to a statue and I put the statue's face as me. <laughs> it was just like – or like – when I lived in I lived in Tennessee for a while, then my parents and family were in Minnesota, and they posted like a family fit photo, but I wasn't there because obviously I was in Tennessee, and and so I like I tagged myself in like the background. And I was like I was there in spirit, <laughs> just like <laughs> just bullshit stuff. But yeah, no, I mean I think in if you just make it simple, I think that stuff definitely it's not a big deal. Um, but I think where where it gets a little out of hand is when it becomes something bigger than what I think it was intended to be. So I don't know. Agreed. I mean, with, I guess with the current state of things for you personally, like how do you navigate through like feeling authentic or feeling like maybe I'm being a fake person that I don't actually like who I'm being? Like how do you, how do you personally kind of come to that? Do you do you think about that a lot, or you know what do you? Well, thoughts? yeah, I, I think about it sometimes in my YouTube videos where I I kind of border on the fence of am I myself or am I a character, and I think that that makes it kind of easy sometimes for me to for me to say well you know that's that's not even really me anyways that's just the character or character that I'm portraying on YouTube like that's that's fine yeah. so I do think that you can kind of always escape it in YouTube. Now, on Facebook, I do feel like, I guess it depends on what the social media outlet is. Because there's like some, there's some social media where I think it's more okay. Like on Snapchat, I'm not really myself. I'm, I feel like I'm basically a character on there, just being goofy. So I think it depends on the type of social media. But if you actually meet me in person, I, I think I come across as pretty genuine when I'm not just joking around and when I'm joking around that's just part of my shtick so maybe I am a character but I think it's not that hard to just be a genuinely honest person and give people what they deserve which is the best version of you I don't I I, I find it crazy how people live their life every day trying to be somebody else when at the end of the day you only have one life, so if you try to be someone else, you're just going to be a shitty impersonation of that person. Right. So why why be a shitty version of someone else when you can be the best version of you? It's sort of always been like my mentality on it. Well, well, but even in that thought though, like showing people the best version of yourself, you're not always the best you. you oh, know? I know. <laughs> so <laughs> I know. So like we go through things that that kick us down, and we got to get back up from it. So like. I guess kind of even furthermore, whether it is because of social media or, or just kind of you in your life, do you think that you, you have a tendency to, to maybe be disingenuine about who you are because you want people to just see the best version of yourself? Or do you think like, is there value in that? Do you think that 
or do you think it, it it's important to always be who you truly are even if it's like you think your life is a shit show at the moment like i don't know i think you could make the argument that i'm i'm sometimes almost too much of my actual self and that i think sometimes people almost wish that i would be a little bit more <laughs> some, something else because yeah. <laughs> and that's just how i've always been and i know that i have a tendency to rub people the wrong way sometimes as a result of it. But I think I also right. have a tendency to make really, really strong bonds with people because they know that at the end of the day, they know what they're getting from me. So, right. you know, I, I might, I might be told something and in, when the nine out of 10 people would be like, okay, like, yeah, I'm told to do this. I'd make sense. I should do it. I might give some pushback and be like, I don't really want to, I don't really want to do that. I don't want to do it because it doesn't make sense to me. So why am I going to do that? And that, that's kind of just how I've always been. I've always been the pushback person where I want to know why I'm doing something. I don't want to just do it. So well, I yeah, try. Well, maybe that's, that's the key is having that, that security within yourself of, you know, maybe you don't get it right the first time, but eventually you're going to know kind of what you want as a person, regardless of what other people want or what other people see or, you know, stuff like that. Like ultimately at the end of the day, you're going to be like, um, I don't really see the merit in this. So this doesn't feel right to me. Like maybe it isn't always about being this just straight up authentic person to everybody because not everybody I guess deserves that vulnerability from you, but maybe it's really just about exactly the majority of the time, nine times out of 10, like you can have that one time out of 10 or three times out of 10, whatever, where you kind of explore other things and see if it works for you. But being able to come back, hone it in and say, yeah, that's just not right for me. That's, that's not, I don't feel like myself in that. Um, and I think, so I think, you know, talking about social media, talking about just like um, how you communicate with other people out in the open, I think as long as you're able to come back from all of that and hone in what you truly, um, who you truly are and what truly matters to you, I think that it's okay to, to go down those paths and explore those things um, as long as you don't lose yourself fully in that process so i mean i always appreciate i think that's why you and i have always had good conversations too was yeah we might be stupid sometimes we might make some dumb mistakes and and do things that aren't ourselves but i think when all is said and done we're going to come back to a place of common ground to to who we are at the core um and I, I mean i remember watching some of your youtube videos and being like dude you should just show exactly who you are because i think you're entertaining i think you have value like valuable things to say and i could see that you're playing a certain character um but i think certain platforms are are made for that like i mean you go on youtube and uh you you know watch people who are successful and stuff and they're not just being them exactly themselves all the time i mean there's part of what they're doing that is who they are but um i think there there's a little aspect of it that's kind of a game that you got to play um and, and so i don't know it's just nobody has all the answers we're all just trying to do our best <laughs> exactly well i think i think that brings us kind of to the end here do, do you have any kind of final thoughts on this topic no i mean i guess to reiterate at the end of the day like like I have strong opinions about things. Um, 
and I, I obviously feel a certain way about my life, but whether you know me personally or you're getting to know us through this podcast, I think it's important to say, I don't have all the answers. You don't have all the answers. Like we're just the point of, I think a big point of life in this whole process is to have conversation, to have moments of growth, um, to, to try to live life, uh, to an extent where you feel like you lived it fully. And so I guess that's all that I'm intending to, I guess, portray in this stuff. And I think you have an aspect of that too, where you, that's, that's what you're looking for out of this. So, um, I just don't want people to think I'm talking down to them. I just, <laughs> I, I think all of this is discussion and it's a dialogue and I think it's, it's valuable. So, Great. yeah. I don't think I have a, a ton more to add. Just, you know, be, be yourself. Be yourself. <laughs> be yourself, man. That's all it is. That's Don't even listen is. to anything just, we just said. Just, just be, be yourself. yourself. <laughs> just be yourself. If you like social media, then stick with it. Yeah. If you don't like social media, don't. Don't. You yeah. don't have to have it. You don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't force it on it because your friends think that you should have it. Like, listen, listen to who you are and uh, and follow that. That's that's what being authentic is about. So. Exactly. All right. Well. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys for listening to us today. We'll uh, see you all next time. Take it easy.